0: Hello, this is David, and you're listening to In the Background. Hello, hello, hello to anyone listening. Thanks for joining. And I have a couple verses to share today. But I'm first going to start off with talking about evangelism. When we evangelize, when we feel led to share the gospel, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Uh, Yesterday, I actually spent three hours talking to a friend, he's kind of in the family, in a sort of way, it's a very complicated situation, but he is Muslim. Now, he wouldn't consider himself a practicing Muslim, but nevertheless, um, he is of the Muslim belief. And so he had a bunch of questions. And there were things going on in his life where, naturally, people want to correct and say, you need to be doing this and this and this because this is the right way and this is how you do it, blah, 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 you know, and give 15 different points. But I've realized in talking to him and seeing the world and how the world is as far as discussing who Jesus is, um, you know, he be- believes that Jesus was a prophet. That's what a lot of Muslims believe. Maybe some Jews, it just depends who you talk to, really. But he believed that Muhammad talked about Jesus, and that Jesus was a prophet, and that Jesus isn't the Son of God. Now, when I read the words of Jesus, and I'm going to read them right now, he doesn't really leave room for you not to believe in him. There's no way around it. You point to Jesus. There are two different camps. There are people who don't like God because of the God of the Old Testament, and they like Jesus. And there are some people who don't like that Jesus is more exclusive. Um, He says, I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the light. Life. That's what I'm going to read here in John 14. I'm just going to read the first couple verses, first little paragraph here. Let your, not, let your hearts not be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself and that where I am you also may be, also will be. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do not know him. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. It's a little wordy, depending on your translation. But right there, Jesus points to, I am the way the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. And I sat there, and I had to explain to this um, friend of mine that if he does not accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior, as the advocate for our faith with God, you know, there is no afterlife for him that is good. Now, that's a very hard thing. You don't realize how hard evangelism is to have a true heart for someone. You know, sometimes I think we can just say things and be like, you know what, you just need to just accept this because you don't want to burn in hell for the rest of your life. There's truth to that statement. But at the same time, we want to have a heart in pointing to Jesus. If I look at someone who's lost and I was looking across the table at this guy and I was telling him some of my testimony of just what the Lord, what God and Christ have done in my life, it touched him. He saw how genuine I was being. He saw that I believed what I was saying and what I lived. A lot of times we need to be living out the true gospel, we need to be living out the life of Christ. You can't be living in a religion and just yell at people and say, you know, you're a sinner and you're going to hell. Stop it. You know, whenever I see Jesus go either to the woman at the well or to other people, there's such a heart for them. It's like, do not perish, do not do, go and sin no more but drink from the everlasting fountain that I offer you. There's a heart behind evangelism that I think we need to have. And we always need to be pointing to Jesus. You know, there was a situation we were meeting about, and it's about an affair, and marriage, and divorce, and that was the last thing. Like I was like, you know, I'm not here to talk about these situations. I love you. I want you to be open with me. But you need to know Jesus to radically change your life, because you can't do it on your own, and if you do, you will fail. And plus, there is a way out that we need to the term scapegoat came from when they released a goat into the woods and sacrifice you know it was like cuz they released one sacrifice one it was like a you know if you go and google for yourself the term scapegoat there was a whole thing about it and it's like at the end of the day when we are living out our lives as christians we need to be pointing to Jesus. Obviously, there is a place for theology, there's a place for understanding and for discussion about who God is, who the Holy Spirit is. I was explaining to him the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When you see in Genesis, you know, it doesn't say a trinity per se in the Bible, but we get that from, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we also look in Genesis and it says let us make man in our image so there was not just that was this Muslim uh, friend brother uh, question was you know isn't there only God like he is not a part of God and I'm like he is he's the son of God There is there is a community within God that we do see because we had agreements from the beginning up until abraham's sons and obviously this is where isaac and ishmael come into the picture the child of promise and the child of the flesh obviously ishmael that line is where you get into uh, a lot of the muslim ideology and all that other stuff i mean it's I lived in Indonesia for a little bit, so it's like I know I don't know everything, but I understand enough to explain it to him. And so, you know, after that, there's a separation, so it's hard. Um, but this brother, friend, whatever, is wanting to get out of a situation and probably using his own faith or anything he can to get out of the situation. But... There was a time where I was I prayed for him. I said I I want the Lord to I want God and Christ to make himself known to you. And uh, I had a prayer with him afterwards and he felt really touched, but in those moments we can't go and just be pointing out the wrong either philosophies, ideologies. There comes a point where he did believe that there is a Jesus, but the question is, who was Jesus? For some people, for him, it was Jesus Christ was a prophet, but Jesus Christ is way, way more. He he is the cornerstone, the establishment of my relationship with God does not exist without Christ, you know, and... In a lot of faith, you know, there's still sacrifice. And I was like, you know, Jesus was the final fac- sacrifice. You, and I, I challenged him, I said, you need to figure out if Jesus is more than just a prophet. And that goes for every person I've ever talked to or hear other people talk to is we have to point everything back to Jesus. You can believe in God. And he even thinks that God and Allah are the same person. And it's like, no, not really. I mean, maybe for his and his head there is. But there's such a weird spirit when you read about Allah and vengeful and this and that. And obviously God is just, and God is also vengeance is his, declares the Lord. So, But the God of our Bible, of the Holy Bible, of the Gospels of the Old Testament... The God of that Bible wants a relationship with us and and made a way, and the way is Christ. You know, there's a lot of good testimonials of, in the Middle East, a lot of Muslims are coming to faith. They're having visions of Jesus and dreams, and they're realizing, you know, he's more than just a prophet. He died on the cross for us so that we could have relationship with Him. And then to continue in that relationship with Christ, identifying with His sufferings, His crucifixion, and His resurrection. As a Christian, that is a daily walk that I have with the Lord. You have sufferings, you have hurts, you have wants, you have desires, you crucify them. You say, Lord, put this on the altar. Lord, I give these situations to you. And then after that, the Lord brings a life through that death in us. The same as a seed that gets planted in the ground dies so that it sows and grows and brings life. So it is with every single follower of Jesus Christ. So... Pointing to Jesus, keeping our eyes on Jesus, you know, he even questioned about how we pray. We fold our hands, whereas Muslims pray with hands open, you know. I told him I actually pray with my hands open. But I say to him, I told him, you know, when I pray to God, I pray to my Father in Heaven, through Christ Jesus, who is my Advocate. Jesus says, ask these things in my name. We pray to the Father, ask in Jesus' name. Seek the Holy Spirit. Get comforted by the Holy Spirit. There's a flow to every Christian's life, and it is a mixture of seeking God, seeking Jesus Christ, our advocate, and seeking the Holy Spirit. So um, that's all I have today. I just wanted to share. Those few verses, and just this little testimonial to anyone, any Christians listening, any questions people have. You know, it's a lot more than just, you know, it's 13, 15 minutes of me discussing this. We need to go into each situation with evangelism with an open heart of saying what the Lord wants to say to this person. It's not about me getting 15 points. It's good to understand the situation, but if we truly have the Holy Spirit in us and God speaking to us, we should be able to feel His presence and be like, Lord, give me wisdom for this situation. I don't want to go in there with a plan. I don't want to go in there knowing these 15 different things and just going in there ready to attack and correct this person but lord i want to know what you want me to say let me be a vessel every christian whether you're in leadership or whether you're not in leadership to those listening the lord wants to use you as a vessel for his purpose for his glory and all we get out of it is we get the the um Joy of being a vessel for the Lord for His purpose. And that's all that I want for my life. I don't want a title. I don't want this and I don't want that. Some men seek after titles. Godly men seek after the Lord's will and a submission to the Lord's will for their life. And they realize that it's not that I'm up on a pedestal or I'm holy or I'm perfect or I'm a... Chosen by the Lord. Every single person in the body of Christ is chosen to glorify Him in more ways than just accepting Him as your Savior, but for each person to go out and represent Christ. You know, when that woman at the well—I'll end with this—the woman at the well— Jesus spoke to her, the Samaritan woman. Obviously, if you understand the history of the Samaritans, they were kind of intermixed with Jews. And Jesus called her out in her sin. And he said, go and sin no more. And she realized who he was and said, have everlasting life. She went back and that whole village heard her testimony. She was a woman, an everyday woman living in sin. A lot of people claim... You know, that she was the first evangelist, and it's like, we don't need to put a tag on anything. The only thing that she was is she was touched by the Lord, and she went and she shared to her village the things that were spoken to her to encourage, to be a vessel. Basically, it's just I'm given a little message in my hand, and it's just for everybody around me has nothing to do with who I am. It has everything to do with who I believe in, who I keep my focus on, and who I accept correction and truth and life from, and that is Christ Jesus. So thank you guys for listening. Feel free to share this if you feel led, or to subscribe, listen to the other ones. I have a few of them. I know some of them are longer than other ones, but we're all in this together and just doing this as a way to be obedient to the few little things that the lord is asking me to do if one person listens to this or nobody listens to it i actually get something when i speak and share and record this i'm reminded of my own walk and in my own life and it's you know for me it's for me i'm not here to force any belief or anything on anyone guys and have a good rest of your